Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host Lee Greenwood and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. This week we're going to carry on with talking about protection of our ropes. We've had a few little chats about protecting our ropes. This time we're going to be talking about using grinders and various other tools on the ropes and what we do to protect our ropes from those scary spinny discs. I ask this question quite a lot on training courses or when I'm on site. People are going to be using various tools or they might have used them out on site when we're in a training centre and I ask them how they protect themselves when using a grinder. I get a few varied answers. Uh, One of the most common ones is I take a wire sling and I attach it to my harness and attach the other end onto my backup device. So basically removing the cow's tail and having a wire sling and they say they push this up nice and high to uh, to protect them so it's not no slack in it. Um, yeah, as I say, this is pretty common that I hear this and I just want to sort of unpack this one a little bit and give you my thoughts on it. So first thing that I ask them is what backup device are you using? A lot of the time they're using a S-Tech duck. And then the next question that I ask them is, why don't you use an ASAP? And the answer to that is normally, well, you can't use an ASAP without a absorbica or that type of absorber uh, built into it, attached to you. And then I say, uh, so what's the rules when it comes to using a uh, S-Tech duck R? Um, what does that have to be attached to? And you can see the cogs starting to turn. Maybe the cogs are turning in your brain right now, thinking, ah, I need to have that attached by a dynamic cow's tail up to a maximum of 80 centimetres if attached to the uh, ventral uh, attachment on your harness. That's the one down near your waist. Or 50 centimetres if attached to your sternal. So then I have the conversation of... um, so you've removed the dynamic capabilities of that cow's tail um, onto your uh, onto your backup device. So you're now using the kit outside of manufacturer's recommendations. And they sort of look at me and go, yeah, but I'm protecting cutting the rope. So here's the next question that I have is, why have you got the sling in there? What are you concerned about? And they say, oh, well, if I cut my main line, my next question is, so how are you protecting that main line? Maybe you've just had the light bulb moment or the penny's just dropped. Yeah, you haven't done anything to protect against the hazard that you're concerned about. You're concerned about uh, cutting your main line, but the only protection you've put in is something on your backup line. So we're not actually protecting either of the ropes from being cut by the uh, by the grinding disc. So, um, so that's sort of an interesting one. Other things that I hear is people put an extra backup device. So they put another duck or ASAP on their working line um, above their descender. And same problem in my eyes. So what are you concerned about? So now you're putting another material connection, whether it's an absorbica or a cow's tail from your harness, in the path of that potential grinder cutting. So now we've got more ropes that we could potentially be cutting. Obviously, with these two ideas that people use, there's still the potential of cutting that main line and then falling onto whichever backup device it might be that's above. So I'm not sure that either of these are really 
addressing the issue. Um, I want to bring it back to the Arada poster on protection of uh, anchor lines. If you've uh, seen that poster, I'm sure most of you have, but if you haven't, go and check it out. I'll try and stick a link in at the bottom of the podcast. So what do we need to do? The first thing we need to do is identify the hazard. So the hazard that we've got is that there's a scary spinny grinder flying around near our ropes. And ideally, we want to remove that. So can we not use a grinder? Is there another process we can go through? Most of the time, there's not. You need to get down there. You need to grind or whatever the job is that you're doing. So it needs to be done. So you can't remove it. So now we need to um, avoid it. So alternative rigging is one option. Is there a way of rigging the rope so we're nowhere near it? Maybe that you're working at arm's length then and potentially not using a grinder with both hands, um, which isn't how they're designed to be used. You know, grinders have a handle. It's normally in the box. Uh, people haven't even put it on there. So you've got the guard on and hopefully the handle, and you've got one hand on the handle and one on the device. So working at arm's length doesn't really work. Other things we could do um, to avoid the, uh, the rope from uh, being cut, with our backup line, if you're using an ASAP, you could attach that to your dorsal attachment on your harness so that will get at least one of the ropes out of that path so then you're not going to be you know having that backup line in there still not addressing the issue that we have of cutting that main line though next one uh, on the poster is a y hang so rigging your ropes with a y hang to move it away from the hazard not sure if that's really going to work and now we're down to putting some sort of barrier in there, protecting that main line. That's what I'm really interested in. I think this is the one that's going to tick the box for me. Uh, things that I've done in the past, I've used some pretty big grinders way back in the day, petrol, you know, 12 inch, things like that. Pretty scary, a bit like having a baby pit bull in your hands that's jumping around all over the place. You try not to cut your lines. Back then I'd used, uh, I'd used sections of scaffold tube, so I've actually put that onto my main line. Obviously, it needs to be done before I rig my rope. So I slide that onto the rope and it's going to be above my descender. So now I've got a section of, uh, of scaff pipe on there. It could be, you know, half a metre to a metre long. Disadvantages, it's clattering around a bit on the way down. So it needs a bit of management um, as you're coming down. But then when I'm cutting that section in front of me where that uh, grinder disc is, there's a metal barrier between my rope and and the um, and the actual grinder, so that works well. But has some setup is a bit awkward, and um, and getting it down can be a bit problematic. Other things that I've done along the same sort of line is using plastic pipe, so PVC pipe, and I've slit that down the length of it. So same sort of thing about you know seventy five centimeters long, a meter long, whatever it might be. So I've slit that down the length. That means that when I get down to location, I've cut a little gap in it so I can pull it open and pop it onto my rope. So I've now got a barrier. It's only plastic, but it's better than having no barrier at all. I normally get two of those. I get one that's pretty tight on the rope, and then I get a slightly bigger one and put that over the top. So I slide them up and get them both in place. So there's one that's pretty tight inside and then another one on the outside. And having done a few little tests, I know some other guys out there who have uh, played around with this quite a bit. Um, Kieran Labusque, uh, an Arata assessor down in Australia, definitely worth a mention here. He's played around with this quite a lot. And the thing that uh, we've both sort of played around with is that if you do hit 
that outside plastic pipe with the grinder, it spins. So it just spins around on the other one. So you're not actually cutting through it, or if you do cut through it, there's another one underneath. So we've got that double protection, um, but there's a gap in between the two pipes. So getting a diameter, um, sort of one really tight on the main line and then one a bit bigger, so it'll actually spin. And I've found that to be a really effective way of um, protecting that main line. Carrying on working down the, uh, the hierarchy on the poster, uh, deviations. Is it possible to move the lines out of the way with a deviation? Could work quite well with the backup line. You could deviate it out of the path a little bit so it's well out of the way, similar to attaching it on the back so you're getting it out of the way. Not sure about the main line because obviously we're hanging on that. Re-anchors, uh, re-anchoring your rope. If you had um, somewhere to connect to, you could potentially, if there were some re-anchors, you could potentially attach some wire slings and actually hang off of those wire slings so they're fully tensioned. Um, and so that's taken all your weight, but then you've got issues with rescues and things like that. And now we're down the bottom to um, protectors, you know, uh, rope protectors. BL make a couple of uh, good ones. They do uh, the BL armor. It's sort of a spring, sort of uh, rope protector, but with a spring in a long length with some heavy duty rubber over the top of it. Similar to your sort of uh, scaffold pipe that I mentioned before. If you were going to put that on the ropes, it'd have to be put on before you rig them at the top and it will slide down with you. Not as painful to come down with as a scaff pipe, so they can work quite well. Uh, some of the DMM range of rope protectors have Kevlar. In Australia, there's a company called Applesack, uh, Athol, a local guy, builds some stuff. He's got some really good Kevlar stuff there. And then we're right down to the bottom of the stack of uh, just our standard canvas rope protectors. You know, obviously not ideal, but at least we're looking at protecting that main line, which is uh, the bit that I think we need to be working on. So that's sort of how um, a few of the ways that I think that it should be done. Um, other ways that I have done it in the past, I've been lowered down into spaces, so lowered down on a couple of descenders, and then the ropes come down to towards me, a couple of carabiners and a couple of wire slings. So the metre or metre and a half from where I'm grinding above me, all I've got is those wire slings. I normally uh, have that as my main connection and then attach the second rope on the rear attachment, so on my dorsal, and get me into position. Disadvantages with that system, obviously you've got somebody else lowering you down, so they're controlling your descent. You need to make sure you've got good comms between you and that person. If they lower you too far, they've got to haul you back up and all of these things. But it could be that you set up that system, you descend down, you then connect onto it and do the work and then get back onto another set of ropes. So there's lots of sort of options, but what I really wanted to talk about here was not just going down there, oh, let's just put a wire sling in place and then uh, and then that will be fine because that will stop me from cutting my cow's tail because I definitely don't think that's the way forward. Not sure if any of the uh, listeners out there have got any methods that they've used. I'm always interested to hear what you guys think. Get some really good feedback through the Facebook page, uh, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats, and some Great feedback through the website. I've had people reach out to me personally, had some good chats on Facebook. The email is available as well, lee at ratak.net. So definitely reach out and uh, and have a chat if you've got some great systems that you've used. But yeah, I just wanted to sort of unpack this one a little bit and hopefully give you guys some other ideas of how you can protect those uh, ropes from the grinding disc that's spinning around right in front of you. 
So that's pretty much it. Um, as always, uh, thanks for listening through till the end. Have a share with your friends. Tell your friends about it if they haven't heard about the podcast. You know, it's, it's a real hard one to advertise. So you guys sharing is uh, works a lot for me. Uh, and it's great that you have done. Talk to people about it. If you're sitting around on site, yeah, definitely have a share. If you want to reach out to us, please do through Facebook, as I've mentioned. Subscribe to the podcast. Click the appropriate buttons. Uh, press the alerts. But we're coming out every Tuesday, 9 a.m. is the time that we get released. So definitely have a listen out for that. But anyway, for now, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.